This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I started to realize that not being an expert isn't a liability. It's a real gift. If we don't know something about ourselves at this point in our life, it's probably because it's uncomfortable to know. If you can die before you die, then you can really live. There's a wisdom at death's door. I thought I was insane. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do because there was no internet. I don't know, man. I'm like, I feel like everything is hard. Hey y'all, my name is Kat. I'm a human first and a licensed therapist second. And right now, I'm inviting you into conversations that I hope encourage you to become more curious and less judgmental about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to You Need Therapy. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of You Need Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And quick reminder before we get into today's episode that although this podcast is hosted by a therapist and it's called You Need Therapy, it does not serve as a replacement or a substitute for any actual mental health services. However, we always hope that these episodes help the people that are listening in some way at some point in their lives. I'm recording this on a Friday, and I just have to say before we get into actually what we're going to be talking about, I've become obsessed. I don't know if obsessed is the right word, but I've really started to love creating these plant propagation walls. I saw one in a esthetician's office at Hannah Ellis Skincare. She's actually been on the podcast before, but she put one in her studio, and it is so beautiful, and it's been really cool to watch it as it has grown. And we were trying to decide what to do with this weird wall we had in one of the offices at my practice, Three Chords Therapy. And I said, wait a second, let's put a plant wall in. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I have pictures posted or videos posted on Three Chords Therapy's 
Instagram. It's just at three chords therapy. And it's really cool. And it had really transformed. I think the two I installed my second one today. I did one last week in an office and then we put another one in the waiting room or I put another one in the waiting room today. And it is a really cool way to add color and life into a space without it feeling chaotic. I think plants are always a good touch for multiple reasons, but it feels very calm and life-giving at the same way. So big supporter of these walls. And if you want to make your own wall. I just got them off of Amazon, the little hanging things. And in one office, I use nails to put them in to hang them. The other office, I just used command strips, which I have not seen if they're actually going to hold up. So TBD, but they're really easy to install. I did it myself. And the only issue I have is I'm not great, really great at measuring things and keeping things straight and orderly, but putting them up is not that difficult. So if you want to make your own plant wall, I linked them on my Instagram and also saved them on in my Amazon store that you can find from the link in my bio on my Instagram, but they're just from Amazon. They came in two days. If you have Amazon Prime, super simple, fun way to add some life into a space. So highly recommend. Now that I have finished gassing up plant propagation walls, let's get into what we are here to talk about today. So solo episode again. And I teased, I think I didn't tease, I think I told you guys what this week was going to be about. And it's all about how to disagree well, how to have fruitful conversations where the goal is not to change somebody's mind and the goal is not for your mind to be changed, but the goal is just to have a conversation with somebody that maybe you don't have the same take with. And this doesn't have to just be a debates like on big political topics or just some of the the very popular debate topics in the world. It doesn't have to just be about that stuff. This can be about experiences that you've had, maybe some arguments you've had based on you guys both having different experiences at the same time. It's something that I think can be helpful in, in a lot of different kinds of conflicts. And I've talked a lot about our current culture's inability to sit with differing opinions and our constant pursuit of right and wrong many times on this podcast. I feel like I bring it up a lot because it is part of so many of the things that we struggle with in this world. And when I think about that, there's one experience that really pops up in my head very vibrantly. And it was a couple years ago, I actually became since this experience, pretty disappointed in myself after I cut off an opportunity for a really maybe difficult, but also fruitful conversation abruptly because the person I was talking to had a different opinion than mine. And I can admit now that in that instance, I just felt incredibly self-righteous and protective and correct. I just cut off the ability to, to have any conversation because I wasn't interested in hearing it. But it wasn't just because I wasn't interested in hearing this person's opinion or take, although I would have said that back then. And it was actually a couple years after this happened, I was sitting in a therapist's office that I was seeing, not my own office. And I brought up through something else, this residual feeling that I had of this just ickiness from that experience, from that moment. And to be honest, I doubt the other parties that were involved in that conversation even remember 
and would remember what I'm talking about. But it actually had changed how I felt about them because I just created some stories and assumed things because I wasn't willing to have a conversation. And I don't really like that. And that's what I kind of brought up in in therapy a couple months ago. And when we have conversations with people who have different opinions or outlooks, I see, and also I'm included in this, I see a lot of those conversations coming from a place where I'm trying to convince the other person that I'm right and they're wrong versus just helping someone understand why I think what I think or being open to understand why somebody else thinks what they think. And if we are trying to be right and prove that point, then we're not actually able to listen openly. We don't do that. We're listening defensively. And because of that, we're not able to better understand our friends because we're listening to find ways to prove our points. And I know that I lost an opportunity to understand somebody better because I was afraid that listening to them would make me not like them. But then I was later making up stories about them because I didn't have that conversation and I made up how that conversation would have gone in my head. And I was really lacking the awareness that you can disagree with a person's opinion and still like them, which seems so simple, but at the same time, very difficult. And maybe if I understood more about why their opinion was what it was and why they thought what they thought, then I would be able to know that I can like somebody and still love somebody and disagree with them on big, important things. But if we don't allow ourselves to have those conversations, then we don't allow ourselves to gain that evidence and believe that that is a true thing that can happen. And I know in my upbringing, going through school, we were taught how to debate. It was part of, it was like a project that we did in high school. We all had to do it. We were literally taught how to have debates. We were taught how to win arguments growing up, but we weren't taught how to respectfully disagree with somebody which is very interesting to me because just because you can win an argument, it doesn't necessarily mean you are right. So why wouldn't we want to know more about how to coexist than how to pick a side and prove it? And as I was preparing for this episode, I found an article on Psychology Today that it gave like six steps and tips to help have conversations with somebody that you don't agree with in a healthy, functional way. And They were good starting points, but also they were a little bit too direct from my taste. So I've actually decided not to share those (laughs) because I like to give frameworks that allow people to make things their own and allow things to feel authentic to them versus just going through the motions. So I kind of reworked some of what I found to give more simple and tangible tips versus these linear steps that you have to engage in that tell you exactly how to have a conversation. So I want you to take these how you want. And really, if you use them and when you use them, I want you to assess how using these tips, they're not steps, they're just, they're really just suggestions. Assess how they allow you to show up more regulated in disagreements. Because when we are having these really heated disagreements, a lot of times we become dysregulated and then we don't even actually show up how we really wanna show up with people. So let's just get in to what I came up with. So I think for starters, number one, what I would really suggest to people is let's acknowledge that we don't have to be persuaded in these conversations and we don't have to persuade the other person. This is not about convincing somebody that you are correct. 
disagreements can end in disagreeing and they kind of have to have the ability to do that because there's not always a right or wrong in situations. Not everything is so black and white. So we can hold our beliefs still while also listening with respect to our peers, our friends, our partners. So I really in the beginning want to encourage people to name the real goal here as understanding versus convincing. And then number two, I believe it is super helpful to kindly acknowledge that you guys do not agree from the beginning. That seems kind of silly. Establishing this awareness that you are different might seem a little like, duh, obviously, at certain times in these conversations. However, what it does is it sets you both up to be able to show up independently and free to do that. It kind of just, I think sometimes levels the playing field and allows some relief to come. And this can sound differently depending on who you are, but an easy way to acknowledge this is is just to say, hey, I know we share different perspectives on what happened and that's okay. I really want to help you understand why I think XYZ. And I also want to understand you as well. And it may not change our minds on what we think, but it might help change how we feel about each other. So are you open to that? And again, you can say that in your own words, however, it would naturally come out of your mouth. You don't have to follow this exact script. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And then the next little tip I have, number three, is assuming this is someone you respect and care for, can you show up and take a stance of 
assumption of good intent to start out with. If Let's just start with that versus starting to kind of play that gotcha game and waiting for a chance to step in and tell them why they're wrong. If we love and respect this person and they're a person that's important to us and that we have a relationship with that we want to foster to any degree, let's assume that they are good meaning people to begin with versus trying to prove why they are bad or wrong or what have you. So listen for why what they are saying makes sense for them versus you. Their opinion is not about you, it's about them, and also vice versa, your opinion is about you. So listen to why what they're saying makes sense for them versus you and your experience of the world. And with that, number four, ask for clarification when you still don't understand something. And remember, understanding here is different than agreeing. Stay in the lane of curiosity over judgment. I I love that as a phrase to replay over and over in my head. Stay curious versus judgmental. And remember that understanding why someone thinks something does not mean that you agree. So we are trying to understand them. We are not trying to agree with them. Therefore, when you don't understand it, it's not because you haven't been convinced. Do not wait to be convinced or wait for them to be convinced. It That's, again, go back to the first tip. It's really not the goal in how to disagree well. That's the goal in how to con- convince somebody of that you're right, proving your point, right? That's the goal of proving your point. So the next one, number five, which I really imagine at some point you're going to be in one of these conversations, like talking about them on this podcast seems really like, oh, this is so light and fun and disagreeing can be so beautiful and, and carefree and oh, so soothing. Okay. But probably not. There's going to be a lot of instances where you're having these conversations where you are like, oh my gosh, this is driving me crazy. What they're saying is making me feel crazy. I want to yell. I want to tell them, I want to just say something unfiltered. It's not all going to feel really rainbows and butterflies. There's going to be tension. And when somebody says something that to you feels outrageous or crazy or like something that you'd want to be like, are you kidding me? That's okay. When somebody says something wild that you think is wild, that is okay. This is going to happen, I assume. And it's not our job to criticize their views here. And it's totally cool to say, hey, I hear you say you believe XYZ because of ABC and then leave it there. It might still feel crazy to you to say that. But again, that's not the point. You're trying to understand somebody. So that will probably be really hard. You'll want to defend and disprove and educate and all the things. And you can do that. But again, that would not align with the goal of understanding somebody versus being right. So always go back to that goal. You're not trying to convince them that they're wrong or that they are crazy. The goal is to understand why they think what they think. So I hear you say you believe blank because of blank. Boom. Got it. Which leads us to the next little tip when necessary. So this is number six. But when when necessary, especially when you think something is wild and outrageous and crazy, do repeat back what you say. That same sentence, right? I hear you say you believe XYZ because of ABC. Repeat it back and say, did I get it right? Because a lot of times when we have a lot of emotion in conversations and when things do feel wild to us, we start 
hearing stories in our head that actually have not come out of this person's mouth. So it's very, very, very important to say, I hear you say exactly what they said versus how you interpreted it. And if you interpreted it incorrectly and you said something they didn't say, they get the chance to say, oh no, that's I didn't say that. Let me try again. And then they can say it again and then you can say back to them, okay, so I heard you say da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da, did I get it right? And do that until they say, yeah, you got it. And again, this is, I'm repeating what I heard, not what I made up about what I heard. And this will help you keep in line with that goal and allow those emotions to be there and acknowledge that they're there and they're going to come up. But I need to slow myself down before I start making stories and get confused, not about what they're actually saying, but about the story that I'm making up about what they're saying. So repeat and ask for clarification. And then the last thing, number seven, the seventh tip that I want to offer to you guys is summarize anything new that you learned that actually might've been helpful to you or that actually might've been interesting. Anything that you got out of that conversation and again, this does not mean that you are then agreeing with them and you've and they've changed your mind. It can just be like, oh, wow, I actually learned something in this conversation and I want to thank you for that. So, wow, that's really interesting what you shared about drug overdoses. I was not aware of that. And I actually really do want to learn more about that. And I also really appreciate the chance to learn more about you, even if I don't fully agree with everything you're saying. So you get to offer a little bit of, hey, this wasn't just us disagreeing. We both can get something out of this. We both can understand each other better. And hey, I might learn something along the way. And just because I learned something along the way doesn't mean I'm saying I agree with you. It's just saying, hey, this was helpful and I appreciate it. So I really think it can be helpful at the end to acknowledge things that you have learned, even though you have not totally decided that you now agree with what they're saying. It doesn't have to be this all or nothing black and white situation because rarely it is. Okay, so those are my seven tips. And I do wanna say, I realize that this is easier said than done. And it's gonna take some practice and some time for this to feel natural if you have never thought about or learned or attempted to have fruitful conversations when you disagree. And I also wanna acknowledge that it can be really difficult, near impossible, to have a respectful conversation on your own. So what I mean by that is the other party in, involved in these conversations really also needs to come from a similar place for this to be fruitful. And if they can't, that is totally okay. And it's okay for you to say, hey, I really want to be able to talk about this and learn from you and have a conversation with you here. However, I can really only do that if we both agree to aim for understanding versus a win on either of our side. And so if we can't agree on a goal for this conversation, I don't know if it would be really helpful for us to have it because then it can kind of make things worse if your goals are not aligning in those conversations. And it's also okay for to ask for a break when you need it, even if you guys both agreed on a goal for this conversation, because things can still get heated and heavy. And when we enter into our survival brain, we lose our full capacity to reason and allow understanding to be a goal when we are operating from a place of pure emotion. So ask for a break and it doesn't have to be a 30 minute break and be like, hey, 
I feel myself getting really hot. I feel myself getting really jumbled. Hey, I feel myself getting overwhelmed. Give me a second. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to reply and I want to continue to have this conversation, but I just need a second. And you can do that in, in the conversation and it can be like a minute or you can just like, Hey, I'm going to go walk outside and take a couple breaths and then come back in. I say a lot of times in my conversations that are difficult and it doesn't even have to be one where I'm disagreeing with somebody but just difficult conversations because I have really had to learn how to slow myself down sometimes because I can just go at it I try to be very slow to respond and I let the person know like hey I'm not not responding I'm gathering my thoughts before I say something because I want to make sure I'm, I'm saying what I want to say so that's another little thing you can do okay so I know this was a shorter episode However, I also think this can be a really helpful episode for the majority of people out there because we are all going to have a disagreement with somebody at some point in our lives. And why wouldn't we want to be able to do that well? So I, like I said, encourage you to take this as a practice. How can I get better at having these conversations versus how can I be perfect at disagreeing? Because that it does not exist. And just be really kind to yourself as you practice new ways to communicate in a way that is going to work better for you in the long run. If you would like to follow the podcast, if you would like to follow me, you can do that at Unitherapy Podcast on Instagram. You can do that at cat.defada on Instagram. And you can also follow my therapy practice at Three Quartz Therapy on Instagram. If you have any questions, feedback, thoughts that you want to share, you can email me, Catherine, K A T H R Y N, at unitherapypodcast.com. And if you have not done so yet, and maybe you're a new listener, I would love, 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 love in the season of giving and holiday cheer if you guys would rate and review this podcast specifically on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can do that. Spotify is at the top. Apple, it is probably more towards the bottom. If you want to leave a a kind little comment, what you like, some constructive feedback if you feel necessary. I also am very open to that kind of stuff through email as well. If you want to share something that you liked or something that didn't sit well or just some feedback in general. You can always do that. Always open to it because I always want to learn and grow just how the people listening to this podcast usually are listening because they also want to learn and grow. So until Wednesday, when I come back for Couch Talks, I hope you guys have the day you need to have and I will talk to you soon. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.